Hi, beautiful friends, and welcome back to the podcast. This is your host, Kristen. And today I want to talk about bringing Christ back into our holiday celebrations, the true reason for the season. And I know as a mom, a wife, a sister, a daughter, a friend that I can get caught up in the season, right? The gift giving and finding a really great gift for someone. I can get caught up in wanting to go to all the holiday celebrations. And while I try to keep my focus on the reason for Christmas, it can be hard to uh, incorporate that into Christmas morning. It can be hard to incorporate that with my uh, uh, my high school and college age kids. So today I want to share with you five ideas for how you can keep Christ at the center of our Christmas celebrations, and then a couple extra ideas as well. Welcome to Faith Field Woman, a podcast designed for Christian women eager to deepen their faith and shine God's light in every aspect of their lives. Each week, we'll delve into practical strategies, inspiring stories, and biblical wisdom to equip you with the tools you need to navigate life's challenges and grow deeper in your faith. From finding calm in the chaos, forming deep Christian friendships, to everyday ways to connect with God, we'll cover it all. Hi, I'm your host, Kristen. I'm an encourager, a faith-led entrepreneur, a mom, and a wife. Let's be encouraged in our everyday lives as we let our faith guide us, fuel us, and fill us with God's incredible peace, wisdom, and joy in our lives. Okay, let's dive right in. And so the first thing is, if you are like me and that you've found that some years Christmas feels a bit tiring, it feels a bit worn, you feel a bit worn out from it, or you just feel exhausted from trying to find gifts because you're trying to keep up with everyone else, you know, buying extravagant gifts for their kids or their spouse or buying so many gifts. And I do, I feel a little bit uh, like, oh gosh, I'm not doing enough or gosh, we didn't, maybe we don't spend nearly as much as other people, which I'm okay with that, but it still adds up, right? All the, all the expenses. But that's why I wanted to talk about this today when we're still over two weeks out from Christmas. And so what are some things that we can do to to add back in um, the birth of Christ, right? The story of Christ's birth um, and making it about our faith, right? And just the promise of that. So the first thing is, is we can pull out the birth of Jesus uh, scripture and we can read that you know, either ourselves, you know, throughout the month, or we can read it aloud to our families. But so we would want to pull out or read either, you know, from your Bible, you could pull it up online, you can pull it up from a Bible app, but it's Luke 2, 1 through 20 is basically the uh, birth of Jesus story where he's, um, you know, born in a manger and in all of that. So sort of the events. So that's a great one. And then really Matthew and Luke both have some references to the birth of Jesus. There's also a reference in Isaiah 9, 6, 7. Uh, Matthew, um, one part is 1, 18 through 25. And then there's obviously other sections as well. But go and read that Bible verse again. You know, remind yourself of what it says, not just think you know what it says. And so that's the first thing that I'd say that we can all do. And do it now, you know, throughout the season, but then do it on Christmas Eve or Christmas morning as well. The next thing that I love, and I've done this uh, off and on for years, is that I print um, Bible verses out, you know, on nice photo paper, and then I will tape them to several gifts for each person in my family. And before they open their gift, they have to read what the card says, which is basically a Bible verse, and many of them are Bible verses around the birth of Christ or the coming of Christ. And so 
One, it slows us down a bit. And then two, we in my family, just my immediate family, we take turns opening one gift at a time. So it's not a frenzy. We wait patiently for the next person, even when my kids are little. That's how we did it. And so we take the time. We have to listen to the person reading the scripture and then they open their gift and then we move on. I don't do this for every gift, but I do a couple uh, Bible verses for each person in the family. But it's a lovely way to incorporate Christ back into even the gift giving. Okay, and then the next one is, if, you're, if you've never done this before or experienced this, some people like to celebrate the birth of Christ with a birthday cake on Christmas morning, or you could maybe do it at midnight Christmas Eve. It doesn't have to be an actual birthday cake. It could be a breakfast type of cake, like a coffee cake. But it's really that the first thing you do in the morning is you wake up and you celebrate his birth, not running in to open a present, you know, immediately. And of course, going to church. Now, I have been somebody in the last couple of years that I've, we've tried to find a new church home. We've, you know, been to different churches, whereas for the first 40 plus years of my life, I basically went to the same church when I was in my hometown, which is where I've mostly lived my life. But the last handful of years, we've struggled to find, you know, a, a current church home. And so if you're someone in that situation where you don't have a consistent church home today, I would just either, you know, invite you to say, find a church. You know, one of the most attended services, of course, every year is Christmas and Easter services. But go, I just think um, it, it just reconnects us, right, to the, the experience of being with a group of believers in, in that special evening, right? The services, Christmas Eve or Christmas morning. Ask your friends, hey, what church are you going to if you don't have a church? Uh, you know, so I I'd highly recommend that. And if that doesn't work for you, then find someone that's doing an online service and sit together as a family or with your friend and at least watch the service with someone else, you know, because we at least want to take that time to make it not just about the festivities and the food and the presents, but that we're spending time in worship and, you know, singing the songs and just, you know, reminding us what it's about. So I just encourage you to do that. The next thing is, you know, just add other things um, about our Christian faith into your season. So one is pull up and watch a biblical movie of Christ, you know, either of his birth or life. There's the series, The Chosen, which is now actually on Netflix. It's not in the standalone app only. So that's a great thing to watch. I know a movie came out, maybe it was a month ago. I don't know where else playing. But it's basically um, the story of Christmas, like a Christian version, but it's a in a musical form, I think. I have not seen it yet. There's things like that. And of course, there's other movies, um, faith-based movies that you can pull up or watch as well. We have done that many years with our kids or our family just to remember and remind ourselves, you know, what this is really all about. The next is find an opportunity to... Uh, do an act of service or giving, you know, hopefully we're all looking for ways to do that, you know, whether it's something small, you know, regularly or something bigger, but how can you um, participate, right? And some part of giving in this season, right? That spirit of giving and not just receiving. And I don't mean just giving gifts, right? Maybe you're giving to a family in need. Maybe you're helping family or families with their food or with gifts for their kids that they can't afford. Maybe you're helping at a soup kitchen 
or you're going out and helping um, homeless people to make sure they're warm and they have what they need. So whatever it is, it's a great, all the time is a great time, but it's a great time when it's super cold and it's, you know, um, it's coming up to the Christ of, um, I'm sorry, the birth of Christ to find uh, ways to give, especially with your families, you know, so that they get this incorporated into their um, Christmas experiences. And then the other thing that I would say is find new um, Christian Christmas songs or music. And when I say new, it doesn't have to be new in the sense of it just came out, but new to you. I have done an episode before where I shared some of my favorite Christmas songs by um, Christian, either Christian singers or people that are singing, a, you know, like a song about um, Christ. And I will link to that episode. And then I'm going to share some other ones that I've really enjoyed recently. And I'm just trying to pull up some of mine. Well, I'll just share it in the show notes because obviously I don't want you to have to write down the individual songs and the name of the songs. But I find that finding some new music that aren't just the, you know, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and things like that. They are just so much more meaningful to me at this time of year. Um, They lift me up more. And, uh, you know, they're just good for the soul. So I think that trying to find some new music and the good news is there's so many ways to do this. You can ask people, you can search on your phone. If you, um, you know, you could be using Apple Music or Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Music. I mean, the list goes on. I have several of those apps on my phone. And so I'll just go into, you know, Pandora or Apple Music and I'll search Christmas songs either by a certain author, I mean, a singer that I like, or if I've heard a song that I like, I will then look for similar songs. And then I save the ones that I like into a playlist on my phone. And so I have several Christmas playlists, but I have uh, one or two of the playlists has, let me see, has mostly Christian singers in it. So Ellie Holcomb has quite a few um, Christmas songs like Sounding Joy, Glad Tidings, Christmas Melody, Jingle Bells, Emmanuel, God is with us, O Come All Ye Faithful, and then others, and they're lovely. And then I have, let's see, in this folder, I have, uh, sorry, Third Day has Angels We Have Heard on High. And then Hillsong, Hillsong Worship has Joy to the World. King For King and Country has O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Do you hear what I hear? And Joy to the World. I like all of those versions. And so I just add the songs as I find them to my playlist so that I can find them again. Or I will just tell the music app that I want to play, you know, Christian Christmas songs, you know, or faith based Christmas songs or traditional Christmas songs or even classical Christmas. And then it's more of the um, classical, um, like the like classic music, actually not classics. And so anyways, these are just some ideas to try to bring Christ back into the season. If you're finding yourself getting caught up in the commercialization or the busyness or just the um, the consumption or the focus of trying to give the perfect gifts. Because as much as I know what the meaning of the season is, I can still find myself starting to feel overwhelmed that I haven't found gifts for certain people or for our Christmas exchanges. I still haven't found gifts, you know, and that we have other things to do. And so we just need to remind ourselves that it's That's not the reason for the season, although it's lovely gestures that we do it. And actually, the last thing that I want to share is this. 
uh, one thing I try to do is for some of my friends, you know, faith-based friends, I do try to give faith-oriented gifts and I, not to every person and not normally by itself, but if there's a, a Christian book that I've loved, if there's a prayer journal that I found that I think is great, you know, or something like that, or it's maybe it's a, a plaque, you know, or a printed something, then I often will incorporate those into gifts for people that I believe it will encourage in just, you know, in their this season, or maybe they're going through something, you know, a challenge or a hard time or a loss. And so that's something else that I try to do is just as I find something that I really enjoy or that I've heard of, I, I go check it out and then I will order those to add to someone's gift as well. So that's it. And I hope that you have a beautiful and a blessed uh, holiday, a Christmas season. And I will, of course, have some more episodes coming on between now and Christmas morning. So until then, have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the show. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love it if you could take a minute to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcast because it helps our show get discovered by more people. And if you'd like to be encouraged in your faith and in your life, go on to kristenfitch.com and sign up to get my newsletter. I have lots of freebies and lots of inspiration and encouragement that'll be coming your way. And I would love it if you joined part of our community.